Well, welcome everybody. Thank you once again for joining us. Here we are, another week, and you're all very welcome. So I hope you're all enjoying some good weather. Barry's enjoying good hot heat wave in uh, Canada. <laughs> yes, you know, as, as Canadians, you know, we complain about when it's, you know, really cold and then we, we complain about it when it gets really hot. So, I mean, I'm not sure, depending on where you're at today, the it's going to be with humi- with the humidity factored in, it'll be about 32. So is that warm? I think that's it's, pretty I think good. It's a, that's pretty good. That's pretty warm. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Yeah. Not, I, I'm not really wanting to complain about it. It's, I, uh, I think you Canadians got something from the British, the love of talking about the weather and complaining about whether it's hot, cold, wet or dry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. But hey, there we go. So, yeah, um, yeah another week. Another week and uh, we, we, ha- we have an idea where we're going kind of kind of (laughs) yes we we um when barry and i were together in the netherlands and um, gloucester a few week weeks ago um we kept on saying this phrase how much more you know and we'll we'll look at where that comes from in the scripture and and so we just kind of thought let's let's have a discussion about it and see what see what comes out and i i put it down as a question barry um, how much more question mark but i'm actually wondering whether it's more of a statement than a question yes well i, I guess it could be both with a, a question mark or an exclamation i you know me uh, and of course with mark and i in our dialogue with texting i like to use exclamation <laughs> maybe a little bit too much but i would have probably you know i i could do it with an exclamation mark there too i, yeah, I think it I, works both ways i'm i'm looking at the the verse i'm going to read out of luke and it's got an exclamation mark there not a question mark so <laughs> maybe we'll take the uncertainty away and have it as a definite statement <laughs> so um that's kind of our intro for the, um we're going to be talking about how much more and what that really looks like, what it means. Um, but Barry, just before I kind of introduce this, do you want to just pray for us this, this evening, today? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That would be great. Father, we, we thank you that you are the giver of every good and perfect mm. gift. It comes down from the Father of lights who does not change like shifting shadows. You are constant. Mm. You are always the same. You yeah. are steadfast in your love for us. And um, yeah, Father, we just ask today that by your spirit, that there would just be a deepening of this revelation of yeah, your generosity, yes, and your love and your kindness and, and just the, your, your attentiveness to your, your, your children and uh, because you're a good dad. Yeah. And so, Father, we just ask that, you know, all of us, including Mark and, and I, would, we would just, there'd be an expanding of this revelation of, of how much more. Uh, do you give good gifts to your children? How much more do you give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? How much more do you provide for your kids? So, Mm -hmm. Father, would you just uh, prepare our hearts by your Spirit now and, and, yeah, just cause us to be transformed from one degree of glory to the next. And thank you, Jesus, our brother, our Savior, our Lord, our King, our friend, Mm -hmm. for making all this possible. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for indwelling us. And just bringing hmm. the things of the Father and making it known to us in our own lives. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Barry. I'll catch you in a few minutes. Sounds good. <laughs> so, um, how much more? Um, as I said, Barry and I, when we were together in, in the Netherlands and in Gloucester, this, this phrase just kept coming up as we were doing our sessions. You know, how much more... Does our father care for us? How much more does our father love us? How much more does he show his kindness to us? And um, I just thought it'd be good. And if we can unpack this together this evening and, um, you know, in a few minutes, Barry will come back on and we'll bat it around uh, between us. But, you know, when I was just thinking about this today, um, I really felt like I wanted us to have an encounter with the kindness of our father you know our father's kind he's generous and um 
you know, I just felt like when I was preparing and just praying to this afternoon that there's something he wants to reveal to each one of us in a very personal way today. And that's his kindness. He wants us to see and experience his kindness. And so just as we're talking, just as we're discussing, I want to invite you to open your hearts and just to reach out and ask the Father to show you individually and personally his kindness. It made me think about what is kindness? You know, I mean, we know we know what kindness is. Someone gives you a bag of chocolates. That's kind. Someone brings you a cake. That's kind. Someone says thank you. That's kind. Someone notices you. That's kind. Someone compliments you. That's kind. And it really just struck me that kindness is just that concern and consideration for other people. Not necessarily if they're going through a problem or a difficulty. Sure, in those times, it's absolutely vital and essential. But kindness can be just expressed so many times in so many different ways. Um, you know, I, I really make it a point if I go into a shop and I'm served by someone is to say thank you. Um, if someone steps out of the way as I go through the door, I just want to I say thank you. If I pass someone in the street, I say hello. Um, you know, if whenever I'm talking on conferences and I have an interpreter, the first thing I do when I finish the session is just thank them um, for for being my interpreter. And, you know, I, I it's just little things like that. When we reach out to other people and we express something to them, you know, that's what kindness is. And, you know, if we can see ways that we're kind to other people, um, how much more is our father going to show his kindness to us? And so that's really, I think, what we want to sort of just bat around between us today is this kindness and generosity of our father, of of how he just shows his love to us in so many ways, how he reveals his nature, you know, it's, his kindness and his goodness um, is not hidden away, um, but he wants to show that to us. And so today I just want to encourage us to reach out and just say, Father, show me your kindness. And kindness is just expressed in so many ways. Um, you know what it's like when people express kindness to you. You know, how much more does our Father show us his kindness? I want to start with these few verses from Luke, Luke chapter 12. Um, there's a parallel passage in, in Matthew that we'll have a brief look at as well. But um, I chose the passage in Luke because it actually has the words, how much more in it, <laughs> which I've underlined. Um, whereas the pa passage in Matthew puts it a, a different way and seeing as we've got this title I thought we'd better st <laughs> stick with the title um, but Luke chapter 12 verse 22 Jesus said to his disciples therefore I tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or about your body what you will wear for life is more than food and the body more than clothes Consider the ravens, they do not sow or reap, they have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the wild flowers grow. They do not labour or spin, yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendour was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? Do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it, for the pagan world runs after all such things. And your father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom and these things will be given to you as well. 
See, just a couple of verses there, a couple of examples that Luke and, and Matthew, they write about, you know, look, and it's like just showing how the father, he cares for the flowers, you know, he cares for the the birds. And, you know, we're, we're in a season of the year at the moment where all the flowers are coming out in the garden and the weeds, but, you know, the flowers are coming out and the the, the the flowers are coming out in the meadows in the fields around and in a couple of weeks they'll all have gone you see but that's just the creative genius of our father and uh, you know jesus is saying in these these gospel accounts he's saying look if the father cares so much about this beautiful creation and making the flowers come in their, their season you know how much more does he care for you you know, and, and what, what is what Jesus is trying to show us is we are much more valuable than the birds of the air or the or the flowers of the ground. You know, just in in the previous chapter in Luke chapter eleven verse five, Jesus says, "Which of you has a friend who will go to him at midnight and say, friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey. I have nothing to set before him, and he will answer, do not bother. We're all in bed.'" I tell you, he'll not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, but because of his impatience, he will rise and give him what he needs. And I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds and the one who knocks, it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will give Instead of a fish, we'll give him a serpent. Or if he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. If you then, who are evil, know how to good, give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? See, there's another expression of the Father's kindness. He just pours his Holy Spirit out freely as a gift to us. And he said, and, and Jesus says, look, you know how to give your children good gifts good gifts you know if they ask you for something you don't give them something bad you don't give them something negative but you give them something good you give them something that will satisfy their need how much more will the father give you his holy spirit you know the thing that we desperately need the person the indwelling of the holy spirit and jesus says look the father is generous he will just pour it out freely and so uh, I'll bring Barry back in a second, but I just want us to explore together this kindness of of our Heavenly Father. Because, you know, when Moses had that encounter with with God way back in Exodus, you know, he said, show me your glory. And the Lord passed in front of him and he sees someone who is gracious and compassionate, you know, forgiving and kind to thousands of generations. And that's who our father is and mm -hmm. he hasn't changed <laughs> you know he's the same yesterday today and forever and way back you know right at the beginning of the old testament he was a kind father and he wanted mm. his heart was always to provide for his children um, but they chose that pathway of independence they walked out of his provision they walked out of his blessing uh, but even you know when we see them going through the desert and you know across the the desert for 40 years every day they get manna <laughs> you know he provides for them their shoes don't wear out can you imagine wearing the same pair of shoes for 40 years <laughs> and they didn't wear out you know because he's a kind father and mm. when we look at these things like how he keeps creation going and how he provides for the animals and the birds and you know we're his kids how much more yeah yeah absolutely mate that's a that's a really good reminder and i think one of the things you know when I, when you were speaking i just thought you know we all have stories we mm -hmm. all have stories of things that have happened in our life that um are, it, it, you know we might not have have kind of attributed it to god Mm -hmm. But like, you know, or we might say it was coincidence or, or whatever. But, you know, maybe even, you know, as you're watching this, whether it's live or afterwards, that maybe you just even think about your own life. Think about stories, things that mm -hmm. have happened. In, and it, if you started to connect the dots and thinking that what if that was your heavenly father who was just so 
attentive to you, you know, like, you know, and I think, you know, just, just sharing some of these stories, even if, uh, encourage one another to think, oh, right, that, yeah. that's, that was our dad. Like, I'll give you an example of one that happened years ago for us. Uh, and again, this is, this is not a super spiritual kind of uh, <laughs> expression of God, but it was kindness. Mm-hmm. I felt it was a tentative, a, a, a kind of an attentiveness of, of just God's heart for us. And mm-hmm. we wanted a dog. Uh, we we had lost our, our our first dog. We had to put down, and uh, it was uh, a female Doberman Pinscher named Duchess. And so we loved this dog, but it got sick, and so we had to take it to the vet. And uh, we always talked about getting another dog, and 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 we always, we, you know, Anne and I would talk and say, okay, what kind of dog would you want? And so we always like yellow Labrador Retrievers. But you know, good choice. They, they can be very, <laughs> good choice, exactly, Mark. You know, and we always wanted one, but we couldn't really afford one. We had young kids, and that wasn't a priority. And, and so we, you know, we, we talked about it. And then one day, I'm I'm going on a run with a friend from work, and he mentioned that he was dating a, a lady in Toronto, which is an hour away, so it's not even close by. And she has a dog that she uh, wanted to give to a good home. And because she wasn't, uh, and we didn't know what, you know, what kind of dog it was. And, and uh, she just, it was well cared for. It was two years of age. And we found out it was a yellow lab. And we were asking for a male this time. It was a male. It was from a championship breed. Like it was, a, there was a line of, of show dogs that it came from, trained on snap commands. It <laughs> uh, had everything. And so all of us, and they said, do you want it? We just want it to go to a good home. And so, you know, uh, Anna and I are, are, are driving to get the dog. And we were just amazed. Like it was just like, you know, we were thinking about, you know, just how attentive like this 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 kind of thing that we talked about we didn't as you pray about it even it was just like wouldn't it be nice to get a dog and then we we thought to ourselves on the way there we don't even know this dog's name and and so we just said wouldn't it be cool if the dog's name kind of had some meaning significance for us just just a little detail Mm -hmm. so when we go there to pick up the dog we find out that the dog's name was duke and of course, our, our our other dog's name was Duchess, and so it was just one of these real affirmations. And we we had Duke for ten ten years, and and just uh, loved him, and was part of our family. And you know, we just had just this sense in our own hearts that that was our mm-hmm. heavenly Father yeah. expressing just this attention to detail. You know, Jesus yeah. he said, you know, that you know two sparrows won't fall from the ground apart from mm-hmm. the will of your Father. And he goes on to say, you know, he God even numbers every one of the hairs on our head. So, like, don't be afraid. You are much more value than yeah. you know the worth of uh, you're worth many sparrows. And and I just think, you know, what, if we could even tonight kind of reflect on that a little bit and just ask God to help us to remember some mm-hmm. of these things where you know he provided in in such kind thoughtful ways and you know oftentimes you know things happen we're not even aware that you know they actually came from God James 1:17 says every good and perfect gift comes from the father of lights so that's every good and perfect gift yeah. and who does not change like shifting shadows and so you know maybe tonight you know it just might be a, a, good, a good opportunity for us to even reflect on our own lives and how, mm-hmm. make, you know, and, I, and it's not all about just material things, right? But yeah. Jesus was saying in very practical terms, Mark, you mentioned it, mm-hmm. about the, the, you know, Matthew 6, I think it starts at verse 24. It says, take no thought for your life, what mm-hmm. you shall eat, what you shall drink, where you should live. And then he says, consider the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap, but store in the barns that your father feeds them. That they, are you of not much more value than them? Yeah. And it, again, what Jesus is talking about in that passage of Scripture is felt needs. Mm-hmm. Food, clothing, shelter, like things that are very, very are needed. And your father knows that you need them before yeah. you even ask. So, yeah, I just think, uh, yeah, I mean, for us to be able to consider the kindness of God and be encouraged by that tonight yeah. is uh that's, that would be pretty amazing. Yeah, and we, we, we often sort of try to 
put our life into two compartments, you know, the, 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 the spiritual and the secular. And of course, when we read the Gospels, most of the miracles Jesus did were providing for people. You know, the wine at the wedding, a classic example, yeah. you know. They were thirsty. They'd run out of wine. They needed wine. He provided it. You know, he's got the 5,000 people on on the hillside. He's been talking to them. They're hungry. (laughs) And so he feeds them. The 4,000, he feeds them. Um, The disciples go fishing. They don't catch any fish. What do they get? They get a bumper a bumper catch when Jesus says, hey, well, just put, put your net down the other side. You know, I kind of think, well, I wonder what the disciples thought. You know, here they are, professional fishermen. They've been out there all night. They know how to do this. <laughs> They've tried their best. Nothing. Jesus says, oh, just just stick it over the other side. You know, who is this guy? He's a carpenter. <laughs> what does he know about fishing? But he provides for their, you know, their needs. They needed a good catch they could sell the fish that would give them the money for everything else they needed see you know the blind man comes to jesus you know jesus's question is what can i do for you he's <laughs> like you know oh I, I want my sight back and jesus sees no um differentiation between what we call spiritual and what we call physical natural or whatever and i think we've got to get rid of that that division in our thinking and belief because you know, when we when we look at the way the Father cares for us, when we look at the stories of Jesus, He's really just reaching and touching us on our day to day needs. Yeah. You know, and I love that story you just said, Barry, about the dog, um, mm. because you know that's just you know that's just what our Father's like, and I, I would I would just encourage you, um, maybe you know later on, maybe tomorrow sometime, just. Get a piece of paper and a pen or sit at your computer or whatever and just just write a list of mm. all of those little incidences that you think, oh, maybe that was God. Maybe that was my father yeah. providing for me. And yeah. just look at that list because sometimes I think we can think, oh, well, you know, yeah, God gives Barry the dog that he wants, but he doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> mm. And, you know, we can go into this sort of cycle of self-pity and think, oh, yeah, he provides for everybody else, but not for me. But actually, when we stop and think about it, he does. I I, I just share one example. Um, You know, a number of years ago, um, some friends of ours, they they were struggling financially. You know, they got three young kids. Life was difficult and it was a challenge for them. And... uh, they kept on getting brown envelopes pushed through their door at night, mm. stuffed with cash. <laughs> you know, and it was just, they it would happen regularly. And they would come to me, you know, I, I remember seeing them at the weekend and they would say, you know, it happened again. You know, God provided, we needed some money for the weekly shop and we didn't have any money in the bank and we credit cards were maxed out and you know, guess what? And I said, oh, go on, tell me another, another brown envelope through the door. <laughs> and, you know, I, th- I thought, oh, great, good for them. But it got to a point where it was happening so often that I got quite cross with God. And I said, but God, when I'm cross with God, I call him God, not Father. <laughs> but I said, I never get brown envelopes through the door stuffed with cash. You know, don't you care about me? And, you know, it's great for my friends, but what about me? Don't I deserve a brown envelope stuffed with cash? And this little voice just spoke into my heart. And I knew it was the father. And it was so kind and so gentle, but yet so correcting. And this little voice just said, Mark, okay, listen, yeah. Mark, who gave you your good job? Because the reality was, I didn't need brown envelopes through the letterbox with mm. cash. You know, I'd got a good job. And, and the father just prompted me and said, who gave you that? Who gave you that good job? I said, oh, yeah. And I just became filled with gratitude mm. that my father had chosen to give me a good job. And that was his mm. act of kindness for me. 
And his act of kindness for my friends was that they would get these brown envelopes of cash shoved through the letterbox. Mm. But, you know, he, the father treats each, he treats us differently, you know, and he yeah. knows what we need. That's, that's the key thing that Jesus is saying in this passage. He knows what we need, how much more, you know. Um, yeah, absolutely. And when, you know, when he, he talks about the, the passage of scripture, you talked about uh, if, uh, bringing the, in the sense, the kind of intersecting humanity with mm-hmm. the eternal love of the father, where he says, you know, if your son comes to you yeah. and he asks for bread, are you going to give him a stone? Yeah. And of course, he probably looked around and paused and they, they all looked at each other and said, no, no, of course not. Yeah. If he comes and he asks for fish, are you going to give him a serpent? No. no. <laughs> if you, though you are evil, meaning evil, meaning just human. Yeah. You know, we're, we're frail. We're, we're not God. And you know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask? And I, yeah. and I think that's one of the struggles that we, we have. Uh, you know, when we even think about God as a father is, 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 are we seeing him through the lens of our own earthly fathers mm-hmm. yeah. and our own you know, earthly mothers, like our own parental love experience? So mm-hmm. say, for instance, and I, I know I've shared this story before, but, you know, I just it's it's such a it's such a perfect example of how generous and outrageous the, the mm-hmm. love of the father and the generosity is, is. Is when it, when I mentioned the uh, when I was in Ukraine in in Kiev just uh, many yeah. years ago now, and and I prayed for this leader of a YWAM and and asked her what you know what she would ask of God and or and she said that she could go to, uh, before God with boldness for uh, anybody else because she you know she was an intercessor at heart, but whenever she went. For herself, she felt ashamed. And of course, mm-hmm. when we ministered to her, then we realized that the source of that shame was that her own earthly father made her feel almost awkward or embarrassed mm-hmm. for asking for anything for herself. You know, and so then she realized that there was this connection between um, coming to God with confidence and being able to ask for things mm-hmm. and feeling ashamed that was connected with her the pain that she had with her earthly father. And so when the Lord was able to, you know, free her from that and forgive her dad, and <laughs> and then the father spoke to me and he said, you could tell my daughter she can have anything she wants right now. And, you know, that's a pretty big thing to say that you can have anything. And I'm not saying that tonight. <laughs> I am just saying what I felt the Lord uh, encouraged me to say in the moment. And when I said that to her, you know, her eyes just went wide open and she said, anything? And I knew she was going to go for it. And for those who have heard the story before, the you know uh, where we were in Kiev, they it was in June and they shut off the hot water for the for the summertime and they were going to turn it back on you know as a regional program or whatever for energy conservation in the winter, and so midweek you know I went from having hot water in my showers to cold water, so did she because we were in the same com- apartment mm-hmm. complex and she wanted her hot water back and when she go and she had this childlike determination and she looked at me and she said i want my hot water back and i just <laughs> felt in the, uh, that, oh my gosh she's asked for something impossible but i i just left that between her and her dad i walked out of the room i questioned if i heard god correctly but you know just a few minutes later i went back to my own apartment and she called me from her apartment and she had hot water and you know i checked mine because we're in the same apartment complex i mean she can't get it and i don't get it it's just not uh, <laughs> physically possible but I had nothing but cold water. She was the only one in the building that had hot water. And then she had faith for me. And she said, don't worry, hot water's coming to you too. Mm-hmm. And I, I just really feel that that illustrates, again, the how much more. Yeah, yes. And, and if you've had a situation with your own earthly parents, uh, whether there's been disappointment, whether there's been even, you know, abuse or that is is influencing the way that you see God. I mm-hmm. my prayer tonight is that the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. will begin to dismantle every misconceptions of the nature and the character of yeah. God as a father and that you would see him for as as he is yeah. and this this how much more <laughs> would just become uh just so so how much more because like, I don't think the how much more is twice as much. 
Like if your father, if you have a good dad and he gives good gifts, well, your heavenly dad will give maybe double. You know, I really believe the how much more is 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 infinite. That yeah. that you know a billion times a billion times a zillion times more. Yeah. And I, I just think tonight that, you know, the father would just want to encourage each one of us to say, yeah, yes. you know what? I am that good dad. Mm-hmm. And I do give good gifts to my kids. Yeah. I give the Holy Spirit. I provide. I, I will food, clothing and shelter. What do you need? And they come to me and ask me in faith and mm-hmm. believe, as Jesus said, believe that you receive when you re- yeah. ask for it. Yeah. You know, it's that childlike because that's what little kids do, right? They have boldness. You know, I, I can imagine that your three grandchildren, you know, your boys <laughs> coming into grandpa and wanting a, a sweet or something. I mean, they're not shy and asking, right? I mean, they no. don't always get what they want, <laughs> but you know, their boldness. And I don't know, you know, our our grandchildren are the same. And I yeah. just believe that maybe the father would just want to speak to us about these things tonight. Yeah, and I think, you know, what you've touched on, Barry, is it's like sometimes we have a filter or a dirty lens. You know, if my yeah. if my glasses are dirty, I can't see clearly <laughs> yeah. and I you know, have to clean them. Um, but it's it's like sometimes we look at our Heavenly Father through the filter or the dirty lens of our, our earthly parents. And, um, you know, it's... Very often that our earthly parents weren't able to give us all the things we needed, you know, physically. Mm-hmm. They, maybe they struggled financially. Maybe it just wasn't possible. And of course, there's, there's all the issues of the heart that they couldn't mm. give us what we needed. But, you know, I, I just think sometimes um, in the struggles of family life, it's not always possible or practical for us to have everything that we need. It's, you know, there are just those constraints and... But, you know, it's those circumstances that are probably very real to, to many of us, um, the the enemy of our souls distorts the truth and he tells us a lie, you know, oh, your parents don't care for you, they don't love you, they don't want to provide for you, um, or, they, you know, they're not bothered with you. And so what is a very um, understandable, logical uh, situation that many, many people face and struggle with the enemy can turn around that we begin to believe this lie that, you know, we're, we're not valuable. We're not, we're not um, cared for. We're not loved. We're not appreciated. And we begin to see God like that. You know, God doesn't love me. God doesn't appreciate me. God doesn't value me. And, you know, I think our encouragement today is, is, Hey, get rid of the filter see who the father really is and begin to ask. Um, now, we haven't got time today to go into the whole question of what happens when, when prayers are not answered. <laughs> but hey, if you don't ask, you've got no chance of receiving. And you know, I just want to encourage you to ask, 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 mm-hmm. ask, and, and just see what father does. Look back, at, look back over your life of what he's done for you. See how mm-hmm. he's provided for you. See his kindness and um there's sure for sure there's there's a lot of questions about sickness financial provision and mm-hmm. all that sort of thing but it doesn't take away from who god really is that he is our good father and mm-hmm. that he loves us he cares for us and you know he loves his children to come and just ask mm-hmm. Um, I've just been reminded of the passage in Ephesians chapter 1, where Ephesians 1 verse 3, Paul says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. Now, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a lot of blessing. (laughs) You know, every spiritual blessing. And then he lists some of them. And that's I always... I, I always tell people that that's a good place to start. You know, read Ephesians mm. chapters one and two and write a list of all the good things that God has done for you, because it, it does your heart good when you see what is provided, when you see what is done. And I just, yeah, I just want to encourage us to, 
to put our trust, to put our hope in the goodness of of our Father, because He is yeah. good and He does love us, and it is, you know, hey, how much more does He want to do for us? Right. And I think when our hearts are open with expectancy and faith, that statement, I've changed it from being a question to a statement on the, on the heading of the screen. Yeah, that, because the question has a doubt, you know, doesn't it? How much more? Well, I don't know, but you know, this, this is how much more. And I think when we have that open expectant heart, mm-hmm. it's opening the door with faith to say, I want to believe for the more. Right. I want to expect the more. Well, and I think I think it, it it comes down to this too, like because we're not talking. I mean, if anybody who knows Mark and I, and if you've been listening to us for the thirteen plus years that we've been doing this, we're not we're not talking about you know seeking God's face mm-hmm. or seeking His hand instead of His face. We're not yeah. talking about He's a He's a um, a cash machine that we're you, we're just trying yeah. to get things from. But the the reality, Second Corinthians six eighteen says that the promise of God is, I will be a father to you. To you, yes. And it's like, how does God father you? How does he want to father you? That means that he wants to father you in every area of your life. Yeah. Your hopes, your dreams, your your family, your 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 job, your, your everything. It's like when Mark talked about the, the boxes that, you know, the kind of the Greek mindset is mm-hmm. that, you know, our spiritual life is a box. Our family life's a box. Our provision's a box. You know, our, you know, everything's a box. And we, we but the, the, the Hebrew mentality is everything is holy. Yeah. Everything is sacred. Everything is an act of worship. So when we start to integrate the love of the father mm-hmm. into our hopes and our dreams and our hope, you know, all those things. It's amazing sometimes. And I don't know why this is. Well, I do know why it is. I mean, theologically, it's not like I, but it, it, like oftentimes I'll, I'll bump into somebody that maybe, you know, heads up a ministry or, you know, their life message is to be able to, you know, in ministry in some way. Hmm. And anytime it, it, that has happened, typically for me, it's, it's not like, what I'm feeling or hearing the Lord say to pray for them is not, oh, pray that their ministry would be bigger and stronger and wider and more impact and they're busier than ever. It's not those kind of prayers. Mm-hmm. What I feel the Father always, it, it seems like it's always, and then again, I, it's, it's, you know, it just seems to be like the Father saying, I want them to know mm-hmm. how much I care for their personal mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. I want them to know how much I, I value their hopes and their dreams for their family, for their retirement, mm. for for the, the, like, it's like so many, you know, they have so much prayer and encouragement in the ministry side of their life. Mm-hmm. I want them to know today, Barry, I want you to speak in them that I will, my heart is a, a father to them in mm. every aspect of their life. Yeah. 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 I, you know, 2 Corinthians 6, 18, it's a verse I, I love. Um, and speak on often but um, my dear friend Brian Hayes who's gone to be with the Lord now but when whenever we did um, schools together in Poland um, I would always do a session um, called a father to you <laughs> you know which is kind of my story my testimony but my life message of how the father wants each one of us to know in the core of our being that we're loved and that he, he is being a father to us and um, Brian would always follow that with the second part of that verse you know I will be a father to you you will be my sons and daughters says the Lord Almighty you know mm-hmm. and um, uh, whenever he, he would talk about that he would he would say and I love the way he put it he would say that promise that you know I will be a father to you is backed up by all of the authority of heaven <laughs> you know i will be a father to you says the lord almighty and i and i thought yeah you know and i loved the way brian always put that um that he just brought in a different angle that you know the the almighty nature of god who just happens to be our father and yeah yeah barry you know yes 
how he longs to be a father to us. But that's yeah. that promise is is it comes with weight and it comes with force. It comes with all of that authority and power of heaven, you know. Yeah. And when we read these passages that we looked at a little bit earlier in, in Luke's gospel and Matthew's gospel, when Jesus says, you know, how much more that statement comes with all of the authority of heaven yeah. all of the power of heaven and like yeah. barry said i really believe it's it's not double measure but it's it's opening the door to how much do you believe for yeah you know, how much do you want um because there is a sense that we can never be satisfied because there's always more mm. And I know we've said this many times on the web, webcast, but don't allow yourself to be satisfied. Don't allow yourself to think, yeah, I've, I've had a lot of blessing in my life and that, that's good enough because there's always more. Mm. And it's like, how much more? There's as much as you want. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, even, you know, Matthew 7, 7 to 11, we talk about the ask and you shall receive, mm. seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be open. From what I understand, the, the, the Greek, um, the words there are, are keep asking, think, keep yeah. on asking, yes. keep on knocking, keep on seeking. It's like, you know, and I think that's where, and again, I, my kind of my default settings these days of, of a childlike heart is like little kids are the most persevering, you know, like one of the most dangerous mm -hmm. things that a, a father or a grandfather can say to a little child when they ask for something <laughs> is the word maybe. Because if you say the word maybe, I mean, there is a crack in that door in that the optimism and the perseverance of that little child says, that maybe I can get an ice cream. Well, maybe mm -hmm. means yes, as far as I'm concerned. And they just keep pounding at that door, asking and pers persevering. And I, you know, like oftentimes, you know, like when you think about it, like, I, I don't know, you know, for you guys, but for me as a, I say a grandfather, because that's the stage of life I'm in now. I mean, you know, you want your children to be, you know, grandchildren to be respectful and all that, right? And I, we're all for that. And, 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 but sometimes there is a perseverance that, mm -hmm. that absolutely amazes me, you know, when they're, <laughs> they're just, they're asking grandpa for something. And it, 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 it's almost like up to half my kingdom because I am so amazed at their, yeah. Their um, their their confidence in me as a grandfather to mm -hmm. provide something for them that uh, yeah. that you know they want, and so I I think sometimes when we think about God being a father to us, He, he wants to father us. He that's why Jesus said, "Keep asking, mm -hmm. keep knocking, keep seeking." You've got a good dad in heaven. If if you know how to give good gifts. To your children, how much more to oh, infinity more. and beyond does yeah. your father in heaven want to give good gifts? Keep on doing it, guys. Don't give up. Yeah. And I think maybe tonight is is uh, maybe an encouragement to, to there, there's something and maybe we've been discouraged. And and like Mark said, that, that doesn't mean that like there's there's always this whole dynamic of the, the gap between yeah. the promise and the fulfillment of the promise. Mm -hmm. And of course, that's partly where patience comes comes you know, surrender and trust and, and, and that is something we're all going through and and so you know just thinking of that bible verse that a day is like a thousand years sometimes <laughs> it feels that way when, when in our prayer life but i just believe that the father tonight wants to really remind all of us that he, i am a father to you i am yeah. your dad and and g and it was just jesus himself that was so passionate if your father feeds the birds of the air, how yeah, much, much more? more? If your father clothes the lilies of the field in all their splendor, mm -hmm. how much more? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's just take a few moments just to open our hearts. Mm. Um, maybe we just need to ask that that filter up be removed mm -hmm. or we need to remove that filter <laughs> you know let's and let's just take time you know where we've struggled to believe that god is good that god is kind um let's ask for that encounter with the kindness of our father because he is kind mm -hmm. he is good mm -hmm.
and he wants to just reveal his kindness to each one of us today and for whatever reason if you struggled if it's been difficult to receive from the father just bring that to him Father, thank you that you are you are loving, that you are kind, that you are generous, mm. and that you care. You care, you reach out to each one of us. Not just in those moments when we're in need, but you reach out to us all of the time mm. with a kind word, with a kind action. And that even through other people, you show your kindness Mm. to us. Father, help us to to see, help us to Mm -hmm. experience your kindness, your goodness, your faithfulness. Father, if we've struggled to receive because maybe our earthly parents either were unable to give us things or, or, or chose not to, Father, we just want that whole wrong view of what you are like to be swept out of the way so that we can see that you are our provider, you are our carer, that you do want to give your children good things. But Father, yes, you care for the, the lilies of the field. Yes, you care for the birds of the air. But how much more yeah. do you care for your children? How much more do you want to provide for your children? How much more do you want to give us the Holy Spirit? Father, may, we, may our hearts expand today with the how much more. Mm-hmm. The expectancy, the desire, the longing of, of there's more. Mm-hmm. How much more? There's, there's more than we can ask or imagine. Father, just increase, expand our expectations of you today. Yeah. Thank you, Father. And Father, in the areas in our own life with our parents, Mm. where there is uh, hurt, where we have, your love has been misrepresented Mm. to us by them. And and most likely your love was misrepresented to them when they were little Mm. too. Father, would you just, your healing love come to every Mm broken peace in our hearts that just needs to be healed needs mm-hmm. to be loved mm-hmm. and Father would you recalibrate yeah. in the very core of our being how we relate to you as a father mm-hmm. that you really promise to be a father to us in every area of our life you father us in our spiritual mm-hmm. yeah. areas of our life but you, yeah. you, you father us in every normal practical, physical area of our life, tangible, every need. Mm. And I just feel like I just want to encourage you, you know, as Jesus said, your father knows what you need before you even ask for it. Mm. So Father, we ask that there would just be a deeper revelation of your attentiveness, that you are the ever-present help in our time of trouble. That you never leave us or forsake us. As Peter said in 1 Peter 5, cast your cares on him because he cares for you. Mm. Father, we ask that even now in this very moment that, that each and every one of us would be so aware of your abiding presence and, and, and your interest in every part of our life our hopes, our dreams. You know what we struggle with, what we're mm. afraid of. You're close to the brokenhearted. Yeah. 
that even now, Father, we would just open up to the how much more. Mm. How much more yeah. would you comfort us? How much more will you love us? How much more will you mm. impart encouragement and strength to us? Yeah. So we open our hearts up to you, Father. We ask that you speak to us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And Father, for those who just need a touch of physical healing today, I just ask that they would be expectant for the more in their situation. Yes, Lord. What you want to do for them. <clears throat> yeah father yeah. just more healing more health more wholeness father may, may we believe that may we truly believe that the resources of heaven are unlimited and yeah you do want to be a father to us in every, every area and that includes physical health and well-being Thank you that your promise is backed up by all of the power and authority of heaven, says the Lord Almighty. Yes. Thank you, Father. Father, help us to be a people that are grateful for all the good mm. things that you give us and you do for us. Thank you, Father. Mm. Yeah, Father, would you just even bring to uh, just our memory now ways that you have provided for us in the past? Yeah. How faithful you have been to us in every area of our life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with every memory, Father, would, would there be joy? Would there be gratitude? Would there be just yeah. a thank thankfulness that would be released? Thank you, Abba. Thank you. Thank you, Abba. Mm. Thank you. We have a good father. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Hmm. We do indeed. Thank you once again for joining us. We'll be back next week, eh? Thanks, same, everybody. Yeah, same time, same place. We'll see you then. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah,